Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Thanks for joining me on this journey of figuring out how to better reflect God in all aspects of life by looking at some things that I wished I had been taught. Now in this video series, we're going to be looking at something that's probably a little more uncomfortable, difficult, and emotionally loaded for a lot of people. And that is politics or political ideas. But before I begin, let me plainly state and I will probably state again throughout these videos so that it is very clear that what I discuss in these videos is by no means meant to be taken as what I believe or what the members of Our Safe Harbor Church believe. We have members of all political parties and we have members who choose not to belong to any and they're all welcome here. What I want to do here is bring us all face to face with the fact that many people have a long history of using the Bible and God as a way to affirm and or reaffirm political ideas and moral laws through isolated verses stretched out of their context, while also criticizing those that they disagree with in the name of Jesus and claiming to speak the truth in love, however that works out. I do believe that we can find appropriate ways to reflect God through our political beliefs, but I also believe that it's going to look different for each person in their own circumstance, time, and culture. And I believe this because this is something that the Bible actually shows us. Now I plan to flesh all of this out in due time, but what I want to start with is looking at how isolating verses imposing our beliefs onto the Bible and seeing God in our image can affirm truth to back varying political beliefs that can be seen as both good and bad. And I put that with some emphasis and in quotations to emphasize the fact that it actually can't be done that way and probably shouldn't be if we're going by what the Bible actually says. So let's start with the idea of socialism. Through the appropriate lens, you can look at verses such as Matthew 6, 24, which states, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Luke 12, 15, which states, and he said to them, Take heed and beware of all covetedness, for a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. As well as Matthew twenty-one twelve, which states, And Jesus entered the temple of God and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. So you can look at those verses as proof texts to support the idea that socialism is biblical and backed by Jesus. Specifically looking at Matthew chapter 12, some will highlight this story as a way to illustrate ideas uh, that Jesus may have had about the inherent dissonance between commerce and spirituality. 
And the story here is focused on Jesus and his disciples plucking grain on the Sabbath and the issues that the Pharisees had with that and how Jesus interacts with them through conversation. As well as uh, looking at the exploitive nature of profit-making endeavors such as charging interest can be seen in verses like that. Another example often used in support of socialism is Mark chapter 10, where Jesus talks to the rich man and says in verse 25, quote, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God, which interestingly enough is a verse that many who are in support of capitalism also affirm. But what does any of this have to do with socialism? People who look at these scriptures in support of socialism do so in efforts to combat damage caused by inequality and acts of violence that they believe are rooted in the idolatry of money. Christians who believe that Jesus favored socialism claim that for us as fellow Christians to seek financial gain, especially at the expense of others, is evil that building up wealth for oneself is against the teachings of Jesus and not in line with the life he lived, which can hold some truth. So let's look at some modern examples of how people like us who identify as Christians have taken a stance in support of socialism. First, let's look at Pope Francis, who is the current Pope for the Roman Catholic Church. Throughout his years, he has consistently criticized the human and spiritual damage he believes to be caused by global capitalism, widening inequality, and corporate sweatshops. He has blamed the God of money for extremist acts of violence taking place around the world. He also argued that a ruthless global economy leads marginalized people to violence. He released a document back in 2013 attacking unfettered capitalism as a new tyranny and urged politicians to guarantee all citizens dignified work, education, and healthcare. Another example um, would be Francis Bellamy, an American Baptist minister who died in 1931. He was a leading Christian socialist who actually preached that capitalism was at its root evil. He championed for the rights of working people and a more equal distribution of wealth and income, which he believed reflected Jesus's teachings and even described Jesus as a socialist. Interestingly enough, um, Francis Bellamy was actually best known for his authorship of Our Nation's Pledge of Allegiance, uh, which he wrote an antidote to the Gilded Age greed, misguided materialism and hyper-individualism which is reflected in his radical words with liberty and justice for all. Christians who uphold socialist beliefs have also been part of the movements for women's suffrage, child labor laws, progressive income tax, civil rights, and more. They believe that democratic socialism is about giving ordinary people a greater voice in both politics and in the workplace. And so, if you come to the Bible or Jesus and look at them through this lens, it does seem fair to say that the Bible and Jesus supports socialism, if you look at these verses. But that's a problem because other Christians quote other scriptures 
muttering support for their arguments against socialism. So, once again, I want to stress that I'm merely laying out context, not expressing any of my personal opinions or agendas or those of anyone else at the R Safe Harbor Church. Please be sure to tune into all my videos in this series to see where I'm going with this and to avoid taking my words out of context. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you next time.